Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Alex Hernandez here with my co-host, Salvador Zambrano. Sal? Hey, guys. What's going on? We're excited. We got uh, big news, big podcast today, big episode. First ever episode, first ever guest for the Culture Room podcast. And we got my good friend here, Josh Kerr. Josh, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, man. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to... uh... To chat again, I think we haven't connected in a while, and and uh, I'm excited to kind of see what this podcast is about, and and, and just kind of, you know, shoot the shit, really. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly, bro. We haven't talked in a while, but I appreciate that I was able to hit you up, and then you were able to, you know, be our first guest. And I mean, I think you're setting the bar high for us. <laughs> but you know, I appreciate you coming on, and you know, it's been a while, but let's use this time to just reconnect, bro. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I like your shirt as well, man. Thank you, thank you. I wore it for this occasion, bro. <laughs> you remember, right? <laughs> yeah. I got the other one too, but now nah, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Brooks running, you know. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But cool, cool, Josh. Well, thanks for joining us, man. Uh, Sal here is my co-host. He's also my roommate. We're in the same vicinity right now to record. So anything that you say, I mean, he's here and, you know, we'll just be bouncing off questions for you. Just talk and shoot the shit like you said. But Cool, man. So let's talk real quick. Um, just your up upbringing. You know, um, you're not. I know you're not from the United States. Um, you're here, but you know, tell us a little bit about where you were born, how you got to United States, and you know, just how you even got to UNM. Because I mean, that's where we met. So talk to us. Yeah. So you know, I was I was born and raised in Scotland. Uh, you know, I was uh there for the first seventeen years of my life. I was you know went to high school over there, and, and then. Uh, you know, I, I kind of grew up doing a lot of sports. And then from there, I just kind of made that decision to, to kind of stick with, with track. And uh, it, was, it was a cool decision for me. And I was able to have some success at an early age, um, which allowed me to kind of look into scholarships and things like that over in the US, because obviously I wouldn't be able to afford college out here otherwise. And, and uh, you know, a lot of my high school friends wanted to go to, uh, you know, Scottish University. So in Scotland, if you're Scottish, you go to a Scottish university for free. So like that's like a big draw to stay there, um, and then you know there's opportunities in England as well. Uh, so I kind of looked into both of those, and it didn't excite me as much as coming over to the US. Uh, so you know I looked into lots of different schools. Uh, I got recruited at 16 years old, um, and nice. you know I just started sending emails out and was just like, hey, I want to come and run on your track team. I want to I want to just come to the US and. I got an email back from the head coach here at UNM and he in the subject line said, we want you. And that's it. It's the only <laughs> offer I got. And uh, I just emailed him back saying, give me a date and I'll be there. Uh, and he said, come, you know, start of August. And so I turned up August 1st without a visit, without coming to the US before. And I just came to start my journey here. And, and uh, I loved it ever since I, I kind of stepped off the plane into, into Albuquerque and it's very different from the UK, but I tell you what, it's, it's a pretty nice place and it's kept me here for the last six years. So, yeah, I'm very happy to be here. Nice, nice, man. One thing I want to ask, it's like a funny thing. Do we sound stupid to people from England? <laughs> <or> English? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it's different. You, right? It's different. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so it's, it's weird, man. So when I'm here, obviously, I, I like at first when I first got here, uh, everyone kept like being like, hey, you're going to have to slow down. You're going to have to like articulate a little bit more. So I've definitely morphed into more of an American accent than when I started here. But yeah, it is very different from, from people in the UK. But, you know, I'm used to it now. Did you ever pick up any of the Albuquerque slang? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But I mean, it's difficult to, to, to kind of 
I can't pull it off, man. Like, <laughs> I, I don't feel like I can. But, you know, I, I try to, but I don't think I really fit in with it. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so you said you met, you like just emailed a bunch of coaches. How many would you say you emailed? Just ballpark. Oh, so many. Like 40? Yeah. 40? Oh, wow. Yeah. And you and him have both, like, like, like they gave you the most attention back, I guess? Well, I mean, so I still have emails for like, because um, I, I saw my email address that I was sending these emails at. And so I look back sometimes to see how many I sent, and it was crazy amounts. But uh, it was UNM just gave me the biggest interest. Yeah, the, the only other interest I had was a place I own a college. I think it's in New York, uh, and it was like a arts college or something. I don't know. I I never came here for a degree, so I was just like I just want to run. Um, but yeah, they they legitimately I had no offers, and they just said, "Hey, we want you here," uh, and I was like, "All right, let's do it. Let's let's you know sign an LLI or whatever, and, and go from there." Okay. Nice. Nice. That's great, man. Um, you said you played a bunch of different sports, um, growing up, like when did you decide, I guess that running track and field was it that like, that was what you were going to dedicate your life to. And then, you know, at one point, did you think that you could like just make a career out of it? Cause you are now. So how did that work? Out? Yeah. So over in the UK or definitely in Scotland, kind of soccer and, and rugby are the two big sports. Uh, my dad was a professional rugby player in, in his time. And, so I kind of grew up like that. I grew up trying to be a professional rugby player. Uh, and from there, we just kind of used track for fitness. And then we, I started a race and I won it. And then from there, it was just like, you know, anything that I put into this sport, I'm going to get out of it. And I don't have to rely on anyone else to kind of have my own success. And that was really a big drawing factor for me. And my dad said, you know, it looks like you're going to have a lot of success in the sport. So let's stick at it and, and, and see where we can come, you know, come out the other end with. And uh, so... I did all my sports with my brother. My brother's currently a professional rugby player in the UK. Oh, uh, so we kind of both – it was quite funny. So when I was like 13, 14, I was playing rugby a lot and, and still running. My brother was doing the same thing. And so my dad asked a question. He was like, hey, so what do you think you're going to do when you grow up? Because we're both wanting to be sports stars. And I said I wanted to be a professional rugby player. And he said he wanted to be a professional runner. So it was uh, quite funny because we did the exact opposite of what – <laughs> what we said we were going to do um and i don't know if you see my brother he's like four times the size of me and absolutely massive so you know it didn't make sense he i think my dad chuckled and was like all right we'll see how that goes um but yeah so i did that you know i played some soccer growing up i you guys call it crew here like rowing um did oh, a bit okay. of that um just anything really I, I had a lot of energy so my parents were trying to tire me out as much as possible so no yeah. that's cool that's awesome <laughs> and then at what point did you like i mean you know, let's, okay, let's go a little bit to more of your college career. So you said, you know, you got here some August 1st and then, you know, you yeah. started training and stuff, you know, obviously the altitude is a big thing that you probably notice as a runner. And then, I mean, you have been pretty damn successful here <laughs> at UNM and, and even after your collegiate career. But um, at what point did you kind of like think that, you know, you can make a career out of it? Yeah, I think the transition to UNM was, was, it took a bit of time. Like my freshman year was definitely not one of my more successful years of my life, but you know, it's, it took some time, but I think this is a really good spot for any athlete, especially if it's a cardio based athlete, you know, UFC fires all come up here to train a lot of track and cross country guys come up to your train skiers, whatever. Um, but yeah, as soon as you can make that transition and be able to kind of be comfortable with the altitude, it's definitely, it's definitely, you know, positive for your career. Um, and you know, I, from a young age, I knew that I was going to be a professional sports star. And I just didn't know what that sport was. So, 
uh, when I started taking track a bit more seriously, I had some people around me who were professionals and I was like, okay, these are the steps I need to take. I need to go to the US, I need to win some NCAA titles and then from there I can attract the shoe brand to sponsor me. So that was kind of my big goal coming in and, and you know, I was lucky enough to be able to do that in three years. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah, that's some, some big accomplishments, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you said win some NCAA championships because <laughs> that's what you went and did. <laughs> sound like a bomb, yeah, you sound like I was going to pick a few titles up. <laughs> went and did it. And then, I mean, it's in the veins, you know, the um, professional uh, sports star in somewhere. You said your dad and then your brother. So it's just a matter of choosing where you wanted to go. But no, that's cool, man. Awesome, awesome. Um, so, I mean, let's dive in now to the college career part. I mean, I have here on my, um, here are my notes, you're a three-time NCAA champion and, uh, all three were in the mile run. So indoors, I won two indoors in the mile and then outdoors the 1500. So it's the equivalent of the mile outdoors. We run the three and three quarter laps instead of just over four laps. Nice, nice. The, you Americans love the mile, dude. I don't know why. The only yeah. country that love it. <laughs> yeah, I was looking up your stats for <laughs> this, doing my research, and I noticed you have like your fifteen hundred meters, like, like you participate heavily in that one, right? And then also the eight hundred and yeah. uh, the mile, which is just a hundred meters more, I guess, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, no, that's cool, man. And so, all right, you're a three-time NCA champ. There's not many people on this planet and this country that can say that, <laughs> you know, talk to us about that feeling, man. You know, how was number one, how was number two and how was winning yeah. number three, you know, talk to us about that. Yeah, it was, uh, I knew, so I, I kind of followed this guy's career, uh, a guy, Chris O'Hare, who's a, who, I, I kind of trained under his dad, uh, when I was in Scotland and I kind of watched his career develop and I think he won one or two NCAA titles and I was like, okay, I need to win one my sophomore year to be ahead of him so you know i went into ncaa's i think ranked seventh or eighth in the mile uh, against a 17 time ncaa champion and i was like well you know to be able to stick to my my plan to go professional i'm gonna have to win this one so i'm gonna have to somehow convince myself that i'm good enough to win this race so i was able to be be stupid enough to convince myself to to, to go and win my first ncaa title and you know it's just with our sports kind of belief in yourself is massively important and you know it's something that i have in in kind of uh copious amounts i would say so you know it's about being cocky within your own mind and and i was able to able to do that and you know it was definitely a surprise when i finished you know across the finish line but from then on it was just like a, a switch kind of went off my body it was like okay you have won one i now can't lose like but you know i i went on a bit of a streak from there and it was like, you know, I, I'm trying to attract as much attention as possible from these shoe brands. So um, it's time to not lose. Uh, so it was, it's an interesting experience that you kind of, you, you watch it and you're like, this is really difficult. It's a very high level of the sport. But, you know, once you're there, you kind of just, you're relaxed and, and you go out and do your job. Because you know, I, I've been doing this since I was, you know, eight years old running. So it was just more of like, go out and have fun and, and do what you love doing. And, and I was able to come out with some good results in college for sure. Nice, man. That's awesome. That's, that's great. Um, I have here on my notes and I remember you told me a story because I asked you once when we met in class. So just, uh, you know, forewarning for everybody, Josh and I actually met in class. <laughs> you, do you remember the story, how it happened? Cause we had multiple classes together. <laughs> um, we ended up having multiple classes together. Yeah. Cause I remember we became friends, but I don't know if I'm hundred percent certain what you're going to say. I don't it was, oh, okay. Well, we, we, let me let's see how we met first so it was an ethics class i remember we were partners there and then mm -hmm. we had statistics too after that 
and then yeah. we had those two but um i remember one time when i met you i think we sat next to each other and then after class we kind of just walked to the bus stop and you're waiting for someone to pick you up and my roommate shows up not him not salvador another roommate i had <laughs> but um he went up to me and he said hi to you and then he said hi to me and i was like oh you know him he was just in my class sitting right next to me he's like yeah, dude, that's Josh Kerr. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, that name sounds familiar. And he did look familiar. So then I put two and two together and I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. But um, no, yeah, going back to the story about your rings, because, you know, th- being a three-time NCAA champ, I wanted to um, ask you, if you knew also, um, you know, you have you get the choice of, you know, getting a ring, obviously. Um, you don't have your rings, though. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> so, it's yeah, it's interesting. So, we're in an individual sport and obviously, you know, getting a ring, I didn't know it was an option. Yeah. And they said, you know, Josh, do you want, do you want a ring? And I was like, yeah, I heard that's kind of the thing to do. And they were like, you don't need to get a ring. I was like, what do you mean? They were like, well, you have 400 bucks. And I was like, Oh, so he was like, you can get whatever you want. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'm in college. You're about to give me 400 bucks. I ain't spending it on a ring. So I bought an Xbox. So I was like, I bought an Xbox and a controller. Uh, for the first for the first one and then for the second one i bought like some headphone like some beats headphones and like a phone or something i don't know i bought like and then i don't know what i got for the third one i think i got like a couch or something i got something <laughs> crazy like and so it, it was like looking back i was like yeah i should probably i should have probably got the rings but at the same time i have the trophies and my girlfriend actually i can show you the camera here has like frame my singlets oh nice nice so that's kind of cool too so yeah i yeah so yeah i spent like 1200 bucks altogether and i didn't get any rings (laughs) oh that's that's (laughs) so funny dude because like you know here in america i guess it's always the you got to win a ring at least in all the american sports and stuff like that it's like Mm -hmm. the big thing and so obviously you coming from a different country maybe you didn't see the um the glamour in it and stuff so you're like (laughs) i'm in college i'm getting money as an option i'm just gonna do it but when i asked you that and you told me that story i just laughed because i was like oh (laughs) man that's so crazy but i mean nothing nobody can take away that you've you've accomplished that and that you have those those wins under your belt man so yeah for sure in the record books <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> the, yeah the the guy um so the fin- the finance guy that kind of gave me that option was like for the last like for the third one i got he was like dude you should get a belt like a ufc belt and i was <laughs> like if i'm not gonna buy rings to put my fingers you tell me i'm gonna get a belt I was like, I'm gonna look like such an asshole. I was like, turn up at the race with a UFC belt on my on my shoulder. I was like, I'm gonna look so silly. So I was like, I'm not doing that, man. Like the that player for the Buccaneers, he won the Super Bowl, then he shows up with a championship ring on his shoulder. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, though. Oh man, that's awesome. Cool, man. Um, let me ask you some other stuff. Um, so let's talk a little bit now about. I mean, you know, you forewent your senior year. You know, you went pro. You know, can you talk to us about what went through your mind when you just decided, you know, like, let me just go pro, like, talk to us about that. Yeah. So I came into college with a mission and that mission was to sign a, you know, a lucrative deal with a, with a, with a shoe brand that I respected. Um, and from, for the point I was at, I was like, I, you know, I, I ended up running the NCAA record in the, in the last year of my, of, you know, in my junior year. And so I was just like, you know, I haven't really got much else to, to kind of prove here. I feel like I've proved myself quite a lot. Um, and I really enjoy college. You know, I really enjoy being on the team. I, you know, I liked my coach and, 
and I liked where I was at, but it was just like, I felt like it was time to take that next step. I've always taken that next step in my career early. Like I came to college at 17, you know, I, I wanted to leave early just, just to have a, kind of have a step on the field a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was a tough decision to be honest. And, you know, I actually could still have eligibility right now and I'm out of college for the last three years. Um, wow. So because I, I redshirted some stuff and then with the coronavirus stuff, I actually was like, looked into it. I was like, I could actually still be in college right now. Really? Um, oh, so yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think I'd be, this would be my last semester of eligibility. I think, okay. I think that would be how it would work. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we get quite a bit of eligibility when you come in as a freshman instead of like a grad, because a lot of uh, internationals come over as like a graduate. Oh, okay. and get two years of eligibility but uh yeah i don't know i just you know i had a deal presented to me from from brooks running and 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 the brooks beast and and i was just like you know this seems like the one you know this is this is feels right to me and and uh and this coach and, and company are are pretty cool so uh, it was it was it was a hard decision but i think you know i've, I've never regretted that decision at yeah. all now no that's awesome man that's so you awesome. mentioned covid like how tough was that for you as an athlete having to train through that yeah. yeah well the big the big thing for us was you know we were meant to have the olympics last year uh and i was trending towards something pretty crazy so you know we had the world championships in doha in 2019 you know i ended, ended up six in that and then you know it was kind of trending towards hopefully meddling last year and obviously the the olympics got postponed so it was it, yeah it was tough it was it was tough to kind of get yourself out of bed every day knowing that you've not got the olympics coming up so uh it, yeah it's difficult but you know we're we're looking like we can get some races in here pretty soon and, and kind of look towards the, the olympics in 2021 so positive now but at the time it was it was a really tough time um but you know we were happy enough to and lucky enough not to kind of lose lose our jobs or, or um our support from our brand so you know we've got to be pretty happy with ourselves there for sure yeah no that's good that's good um so you're aiming for 2021 in Tokyo for the Olympics. Do you have to, what's the process qualifying process or are you already qualified? So I'm not qualified just yet. So the, the crazy thing about track is it's not like any other sport with qualification. So most sports is like, you know, you have to be in some sort of like academy or like, you know, like with the, with the coaches from the Federation and things like that. But no, if you guys wanted to run in the Olympics, right. Or go to the Olympics for any sport, if you have the talent, it's the easiest to do because you can pick anyone off the street and if they run the qualifying standard and come top three in the trials, they'll go, they'll go to the Olympics, regardless if you've never run a step before in your life. If you're able to do that, you'll go. So <laughs> I've run the qualifying standard and uh, I have to be top three at my trials in June. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's, looking, it's looking pretty positive, but, you know, nothing's set in stone until we – we come top three in that trials and then we'll go to the Olympics from there. But yeah, it's quite funny. Cause I, I told people in the UK that they're like, you don't have to be invited. I was like, no, you just run a time and you just <laughs> go to the Olympic trials. And if you're good enough to be top three, then you'll go. It's, it's kind of crazy. So uh, that's the best part about it. It's very inclusive. So, you know, and people can come from anywhere and, yeah. and that's kind of what keeps us on our toes. Now that's cool, man. Awesome. Um, so let's talk about that then. If um, you said, your qualifiers would be in June. How does training look like right now for you, actually? Yeah, I mean, so I've, I've been lucky enough to not um, deal with any injuries for the last year and a half. And so everything's everything's looking really good. We're about to open up our, our year on March 6th. Uh, and uh, we're going to do an outdoor race then. Uh, it's normally indoor season right now, but with COVID, it's been difficult to kind of get races indoors. Um, but 
yeah, I, I just want to kind of kick off with it on the right foot and 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 see what we can do in the fifteen hundred and on March sixth. So, yeah, I mean, we're looking great. Um, great. You know, if we can continue where we're at, if I had the fitness right now, what we're at, then uh, I'd, I'd be pretty happy to be in the top three for sure. I think it'd be a pretty pretty done deal at this point. So the event that you choose to do is the mile one. Yeah. So like I was saying before, so. The, the Americans love the mile, but the British love the 1500. So oh. the, uh, the Olympic distance is 1500. So everyone in, in the world runs 1500, but then indoors, the U S run the mile. I don't quite understand why. And I, like, I would rather probably run the mile always. Like it's oh. a fun distance and people get, people understand it a bit more. You know what I mean? People like, I'm guessing you guys around the mile in, in high school or, you know, whenever you kind of know. The last mile time I did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you run? What'd you run? What'd oh, you dude, run? I, I don't want to say it. By the time you oh, run two miles, I, I'm barely getting one done. <laughs> I don't want to say it. I want right now. If I'm lucky, I'll crack seven, maybe. If I'm lucky, fingers crossed. <laughs> and then right here, I have that your personal best in the miles, three fifty three. So, yeah. oh, man. is that currently what you're like? I mean, that's your personal best, right? So. Yeah, I mean, so the mile, so you can do a conversion with the 1500. Okay. And so my converted mile time is like 349, 348, something like that. But in the mile, I'm not very good at getting around those tight turns. So indoors, it's like a 200 indoor track. Uh -huh. And it's quite tight to get around the bends. So okay. yeah, I've, I've never been that quick at the mile, but my converted miles is like, yeah, it's like 348, something like that. So do you prefer <laughs> doing outdoors than indoors? Yes. Yeah, I would say so. I think you've got like elements to battle as well. So wind, rain, you know, hot or, or cold, you know what I mean? So for me, that's kind of what I grew up with. I didn't do a lot of indoor running growing up. So okay. um, yeah, I do enjoy it more. I think plus you, you, you kind of dream of the Olympics with, with the sport. Like it's the big thing. Obviously it's every four years, but you know, that's like the pinnacle of our sport and that's an outdoor race. So that's always been for me, like the one that, you know, that's the one. That's the kind of stuff that we dream about for sure. Oh, it's, it's crazy sense. watching how fast people can run. Yeah, like sprinters, <laughs> amazing how fast. Sprinters are crazy, yeah. uh, but they're, they're crazy but lazy is probably the best way to describe <laughs> sprinters, man. Like they're they're like amazingly quick, and all they do is they sit on the the physios table, the PT table, and they just get stretched out, and they do the PT does all the work for them, and then they go out and sprint. That's pretty much all they do. They spend time in the gym it's as well. Last but. ten seconds, huh? it's a big <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a big difference between ten seconds and, and four minutes. But yeah, yeah no, that's cool, man. Okay, I have a few more questions for you. So, are you still traveling between Albuquerque, Seattle, and where are you right now? Because I remember sometimes yeah. during class, you'd be like, "Hey, I'm going to Seattle. Can you like show me now what happens?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> but you know, where are you right now? How like you know, you're back and forth. How's that? Yeah, so I am back and forth. We rent a place here in, in Albuquerque with my girlfriend, and then I rent a place over in Seattle as well. So nice. we kind of just balance between. But we're on camp right now. The whole Brooks team's on camp, so we're in Albuquerque right now. Oh. Um, we're going to be here until this race on March 6th. So I think we're leaving like in a week's time or something to drive over to San Diego to kind of minimize risk with flying and stuff. Okay. And then, and then, uh, yeah, so we're m like mostly based out of Seattle, but this year, because obviously it's a big year and stuff, we're doing a lot of our training at altitude. So we're here for most of the year okay. and uh, it works out great for me because my girlfriend lives here as well. And she's in medical school here. So I, oh, okay. uh, yeah, I quite enjoy living over in Albuquerque and, you know, it's, right. it's where I've been for the last five years. So I do. I really enjoy living here. 
it's grown on you, huh? <laughs> yeah, man, it really has. What's your favorite thing to do in Albuquerque? Oh, I mean, thing is, so like being from the UK, like having the sun here is is like silly good. Like I, I I've never taken a day for granted with the sun out. Um, but I mean, I love the food here, man. Uh, uh, breakfast burritos after every run. Yes, yeah, that's what that's what I enjoy. But I've I been mean, playing a lot of golf here as well, which has been nice. Oh, nice. What course do you hit up? Uh, I play South quite a lot, and then okay. I played Ladera yesterday, actually. Yeah. Okay. Nice. That's awesome, man. Are you a green chili guy or red chili? I'm a green chili guy, but it's been messing with my stomach, so I might have to stop. <laughs> Good answer. Okay, let's see. Do you have any pre-competition, pre-competing rituals or superstitions? So I did growing up a little bit. Like there was like certain things that I had to wear and like my – so the big thing when you grew up is we used to wear like T-shirts under our, our singlets. And uh, it's not really a big thing here because it's so hot here. But uh, yeah, I always have to wear the same one, same socks, this and that. And then my dad kind of pulled me aside one day. He was like, you know, there's going to be days where you're not you're not going to have everything perfect. And you've got to have to like kind of get ready for that. So the big thing for growing up was I was always doing different stuff. So that I would stop all these superstitions. Like I'd, I'd turn up, you know, an hour before. One time I'd turn up three hours before for a race, things like that, just to kind of put myself in a stressful environment as much as possible. So I can kind of be comfortable with with all the variables that can come with racing. Like right now we can we race all around the world. So you know when I'm in Doha, I can't I can't get Panera for lunch. You know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> why would I why would I try and do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's uh it's it's difficult doing it, but yeah, I mean, there's little things that I like to do and, and, you know, for me, it's, you know, making sure I, I listen to some music beforehand, um, you know, a little bit, a little bit of EDM beforehand and get myself pumped up and put myself in a great mindset. But yeah, mo- most things change all the time. So yeah. yeah. No, so that's what good. kind of music do you listen to? Like what's your favorite artist? Oh, so just saying, it'll pump me up. You know I mean, so I listen to a bit of David Guetta sometimes as well, some old school stuff, you know, that puts me back in my old days where I was like, you know, 14, 15, trying to get ready for a race. So I do it sometimes just to kind of the nostalgia of it where I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, look how far you've got so far. You know, you're out here to enjoy yourself. You're out here to, you know, continue the dream that you had since you were a young boy. So I sometimes put some nostalgia songs on just to kind of put myself back in those days. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Cool. Um, do you have any advice for runners or athletes in general? So, the younger runners, I would say, try and have fun with it as much as possible for as long as you can. That was a big thing for me is like, I enjoyed going to training. I enjoyed the people I was running with. You know, my parents were with me. I was very lucky to have that support. Um, and then the, the older you get, like, fantastic opportunities come up with this sport. It's a very black and white sport. You know, you run certain times, you're going to get certain scholarships. That's just the way it goes. Mm. And so you don't need to have all these good, crazy film of like, your skills and things like that with other sports like tennis or soccer or football, or whatever. Um, but you know, it's, it's a great sport to be a part of a team, but also have your individual goals. And, uh, I would say that, you know, coming to an NCAA, you know, the collegiate system is, is some of the best for, you know, developing younger athletes and giving everyone an opportunity from D1, D2, D3, JUCO, NAIA, like any of that, there's always opportunities. So if you want to come to college, but you can't quite afford it, like, I think track's a really good option um, and, you know, you can make a lot of friends and, you know, it's a, it's a natural antidepressant, you know, you can go out and, and, and solve your problems out on a run any day. So, you know, That's go great. out and, and work hard and, 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 you know, it's, it's a great sport for your overall health, I would say. So, 
you know, even if you're going out for a mile and running 10 minutes, like it's, it's better than, you know, sitting inside and doing nothing. You know? <laughs> I had to throw it a little bit. Come on. No, that's, that's fair. fair. You guys are going to have to run a mile now and you're going to have to tell me how it goes. Oh. Dude, I'll, I'll let you know. Bit, yeah, <laughs> I'll let you know when you're in the bit when we hit the gym. <laughs> uh, one more question uh, before I hit my other topics, just real quick. I remember when we were in class, you were saying you are going to buy a Tesla. Did you ever do it? Yeah, I've had it for the last year and a half, yeah. Nice, nice. Which model do you yeah, have? Man. I got the Model 3 Performance. Nice, it's, uh, nice. It's awesome, man. It's Yeah, it was kind of a treat to myself for, for doing so well at World Champs. And yeah. I just told myself – it was, it was kind of silly, though, because – I'd made a promise to myself. I was like, okay, so if you win a medal at Worlds, you can buy yourself a nice car. So I was like, I had this goal. And then I was like, that's going to take too long. It's October. And it was like, it was like March or April. I was like, right, I'm not doing that. I'll, I'll, I'll make another goal. I was like, right, if I win British champs, then I'll, I'll buy one. And uh, I got second and I was like, that's good enough. So nah, I, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm just going to get it. Like, nah, that's uh, cool, no, man. You deserve it. it. You deserve it, bro. Is it a nice car? Is it worth it? Is it Is worth it? Worth yeah. The life? Mate, it's so worth it, man. Like, it's as much as you know the, the the price can build up. Like, they have some reasonably cheap models, and for a car that can go zero to sixty in three point two seconds, like it's one of the cheapest cars you'll find. Uh, and also, like, it's luxurious, man, for for what it is. And and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I love driving. It's a little, it's a toy, man. It's just like it was like a race car. Yeah. It's fantastic fun, and uh, you know, you know, the the models are getting better as well, and, and they're able to find kind of cheaper, cheaper, you know, uses and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's hopefully going to be like I can change the battery out of it, and you know, I should ha I should have this car for the next eight years for sure. So it right. seemed like a good investment at the time. That's what I try to convince myself, but oh, we'll, awesome. uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll stick with that. It's a good investment, but it's a lot yeah. of fun. That's awesome. <laughs> are you still getting your MBA? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking two classes right now. So okay. because I'm from the UK, I'm on a visa. So I've changed from my student visa that I came over on to a professional athlete visa, it's a P1 visa. And so I'm not allowed to do full-time education on it. I don't know why. What? So the, the US government thought that people who are on professional athlete visas would take one of those to come and get educated over here. And we can't do that. That's, yeah. that's bad. So I'm taking part-time education. So. I'm only taking like one to two classes a semester because it's oh, illegal okay. for me to do anything else. So I'm taking two this semester and I have one more from there. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, the end is near for you on that. No, that's, yeah, man. That's Did you cool. get yours? Have you finished? I'll finish in May. In May. Oh, and wow. I have two classes right now too. So yeah, <laughs> I took a longer route, but I mean, I'll finish. Oh, <laughs> we're not, we're not. I like being cool, <laughs> but I mean, COVID definitely has changed that experience. So I'm like, I should probably wrap it up and finish my degree. Yeah, man. <laughs> It's but, crazy. Like, I feel like the professors are getting hella lazy, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could definitely say, uh, you know, I've had mixed experiences. You know, this semester is not that bad, actually, for me. And I'm yeah. only taking two classes. They're, they're making stronger effort um, than uh, I was thinking they would. But, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> I'm taking uh, the same professor we took for stats <laughs> for a different Oh, really? Class. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. she's good though. It's actually really interesting. Yeah, I'm she like, was a good professor. A lot better than stats, but yeah. That's <laughs> hard, man. That's probably one of the hardest classes I've had in college. Seriously. Yeah. Me and Josh would have to help each other. Oh, <laughs> Remember, we'd be setting. Hey, what'd you get for yeah. this? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea, bro. Yeah. It was so hard. 
it was, was one of the first. Was. I think like it's one of the first ones as well. Like in your MBA, like yeah, I did, exactly. Like my first semester, I was like, this mm-hmm. is crazy. And I'm not even. I'm I'm going for nursing and I had to take stats. It was, oh really? Yeah. It, was, it was ridiculously hard. Well, how does that make sense? Like you should be like, nah, I don't need this. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. We'll move on to these cell. Yeah. So, okay. go ahead. Coffee or tea, man? I know wait, a wait. lot of people from England love to drink tea. Well, let me pre- pre- preface this real quick. This is okay. a segment we're gonna call. It's called this or that. We basically just give you two options. We have five yeah. little questions. Uh, you actually answered one of them already. It was a green or red chili. Yeah. You answered oh, it okay. with green, but we have four more this or that. And so go ahead. So Yeah, so coffee or tea, man. I know a lot of people from over there like to drink their tea. Yeah, man. So I don't drink a lot of tea over here, but like tea is my go-to for sure. So like Eng- English breakfast tea, like that's like, as soon as you go over to someone's house or anything like that, like this first thing is like for the kettle on. Like get, get, get a couple of brews out, like, and, and that's kind of a, a big social thing over there. So I will say tea, yeah. Would you prefer tea from there or the sweet tea that we have here, like from either Whataburger sweet? Yeah, I only like I only kind of found that recently, and it's bloody good, but it it just seems bad for you. It's one of those things where you're drinking it, you're like, this doesn't seem great for me. You know, (laughs) that's true. I'm actually surprised you didn't say coffee though, because my thinking is. Albuquerque is becoming a big coffee place with local shops. And you're always in Seattle. Seattle's known for coffee too. So mm, I thought maybe that's might true. Get, it's, a, it's a big thing in our sport as well, like caffeine and stuff. So oh, okay. I don't know. I, I never really, I ne- so I never drank coffee until probably two years ago. And then from there, like my girlfriend drinks it, you know, most mornings. And so whenever I was making it for her, I'd be like, oh, I'll try it like and, and see what the effects are. But I don't know. I, I never really kind of got into it massively until maybe like a year ago. Okay. Um, and, and, and I haven't now and again. But yeah, I do enjoy going out for a coffee, to be fair. And Albuquerque is definitely turning into a bit of a coffee place, isn't it? Yeah. No, no. Coffees and breweries. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, those come out like every other day. There's a new brewery or something. Seriously. Watching NFL football or basketball? If you had a choice. <laughs> yeah, I would say basketball. I, so, and I'm going to fully blame the UNM football team for that. Oh. So, <laughs> I am. Like, so whenever That's people fired. come over here, mate, whenever people come over here, like from the UK, I was like, oh, man, football's great. Football's great. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll go and try to watch it. And I'm sorry, but maybe it's a, our team, but like, it's a boring sport, bro. It's our team. It's so boring. It's <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's going on. The right person. Yeah. We kept losing. I was like, what's this all about? Like, and the games aren't even that good. And I was like, Phew. yeah. But basketball, I, I, I do enjoy basketball. I kind of got into that a bit recently as well. So I've been, uh, I've been watching that. But yeah, I would say basketball. But maybe if I had. Maybe if UNM were a bit better, then I'll say football. I'll say yeah. I'll, I'll throw some shit at Your exposure was not the greatest, right? Yeah, <laughs> and exposure to immediate uh, football is the college team and not as greatest. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I don't blame you, man. <laughs> do you, do you yeah. keep up with any of the professional teams at all? Say that one again. Do you keep up with any professional teams at all, like NFL, NBA? So I'm a I'm a recent Hornets fan. Oh, Hornets. Okay. Did yeah. you know that their coach is from Albuquerque? I did. Yeah. yeah. So like that was kind of cool. I realized that afterwards, but uh-huh. uh, yeah, yeah. So I've been watching them, and that's been a lot of fun. I've I've enjoyed watching kind of their young players as well, and and yeah, uh, and yeah I, I mean they happen. The games are so often though; it's very difficult to be like an avid fan. Yeah. It's like every second night, you're like, God, I've got another game to watch. But I do enjoy it. I do sit there and, and enjoy it with you know. I have a buddy that 
that likes it as well. So we kind of support the same team and, and go from there. But you know, basketball is a great sport to watch. But I'm not I'm not good at it, man. I've I played a couple times and it's tough. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. easy. That's true. Yeah. Any other sports that you might like? You said you'd golf, but you, I mean soccer, <laughs> as we call it here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Being from Scotland, like it's a big, it's a big thing. And the thing is, like, it was kind of like you grew up with one or the other. It was like soccer or, or rugby, and I yeah. was obviously a rugby family. But you know, I was I was good friends with a lot of you know UNM soccer players. Um, you know, I I've met and, and and become good friends with a couple of um, some of the uh, New Mexico United players and stuff. We yeah. got the same gym and things like that. So yeah, I know. Right, I saw that. <laughs> And uh, and so yeah, I mean, you know, I think you know it was such a shame that the UNM soccer got cut. I think it was yeah. a bit of a nightmare. Like it was kind of bittersweet for us, is like because it, it could have been our team, like track. Yeah, that's true. So like as much as we were like you know glad it wasn't us, it was it was a massive shame because they were a successful team, and that's always a shame to, to kind of see go. But yeah. yeah, I guess that's just that's just life at UNM. I guess that's true. That's true. So one more big question I wanted to ask you now that you're talking about that. I know like with the UNM soccer players, they probably had a lot to deal with, with, you know, their scholarships maybe being cut or having a transfer. Do you think college athletes should be paid like a wage instead of just living off scholarships? It's a, it's a difficult question in this. It's because it's so like personal. It's, it's, it's like case to case situation because you have these amazing, massive like personalities, like, like say a Zion Williamson, like, how much money he must have brought to the university, like versus like a, you know, someone that, that is a walk on for, for like a soccer team. Like it's, it's just such night and day, but I do believe that the athletes should be paid what they're due. And, and if they're bring, if they're hopefully getting a percentage of, uh, of, of the money that's brought into the university, but you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult system. The NCAA are very greedy um, for sure. And you can see that in, in loads of different ways, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. I don't. I don't think I know enough about the ins and outs of like what you know bigger sports get and bigger schools get. Uh, I know at UNM they got a, a fair bit of support. Obviously, you have your scholarships and things like that, and they were able to get provided like a snack. It was called a day, um, <laughs> and a snack is defined by anything you can hold in one hand. So oh. their snack was a Chipotle burrito. And so they would like three of them in my there. hand. Does that count? Oh, right. They're just like holding a bag of Chipotle. And, uh, I just remember being behind someone in a line at Chipotle. I was really bitter about it. And uh, they they like got their got their meal and and they're like gonna pay for it. But then they, they just wrote their name down on this list. And I asked the woman afterwards. I was like, "Can I write my name down on this list?" And she was like, "Do you play football for your name?" I was like, "Nope." And she was like, "No, it's just for football players." I was like, "This sucks." <laughs> I was like track. Obviously, we get good scholarships. Like we we have, we're lucky enough to have. I think it was like twelve and a half on each side or something like that, scholarship wise. Um, but yeah, stuff like that, like little perks that like bigger sports get. I was like, oh, I'm jealous. Yeah, I was like, you guys haven't won a game all year, man. <laughs> exactly, like, like how you say, like true. it really depends. Like you know, the UNM football players, we don't really get much wins there with the yeah. program. But with you winning three championships, you think you would have had a little yeah. more luxury. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to say so, but then I, I look back and I'm like, you know, did I bring any money to UNM? Probably not. You know, I, we don't have any track meet, outdoor track meets here. We have indoors here sometimes. Uh, you know, I, I try and bring UNM to as much of a positive light as I can, but uh, we're not, we're not getting any ticket sales. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not bringing donors in that much, you know? So I, I'm not, I don't think I was hard done by, by, with my, with my like my time at UNM, but 
yeah, it would have been nice to have a bit more luxury, but you know, I had my Xbox, so I was cool with that. <laughs> and like you said, like earlier on, you, I mean, you, you came to get a scholarship to uh, school in the United States and I mean, you ended up getting it. So you got what, you know, exactly. You, you exactly. Know, I didn't need it. to be too greedy. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. that's awesome. That's, that's, that's great insight from you, man. What do you think, Sal? Good to wrap it up. Yeah, I think yeah. we're pretty good. Well, awesome, Josh. Look, Josh, uh, we want to wish you the best of luck in the in your career. We're going to be rooting for you, man. We appreciate your time. And like I said, you know, hopefully we'll see you on our TVs in yeah. Tokyo. Uh, we'll be rooting for you, like I said. And, you know, do you want to shout anything out? I know you got your own podcast, man. <laughs> so <you want laughs> yeah. Out? I was going to say, you got you guys are pros, man. I can't believe this is your first, first episode. It was very smooth. I mean, we oh. had some pretty bad episodes, bro. <laughs> really? We had some pretty, yeah, early on, like we – it was just like panicky, man. It's very like, yeah. I always felt real tight and stuff, but you know, this has been awesome. It was a lot of fun. And that's the best part about, you know, podcasts. I've been on a lot of podcasts that are real boring, but you know, we've yeah. had a good time and, and you can tell that through the, I'm sure people listening, you know, you know, we've had it, we've had a good time and we were having a giggle and I'm, I'm sure we chatted about some, some fun stuff too. So, you know, I've, you know, I've enjoyed myself and, and uh, yeah, hopefully you guys see me in Tokyo for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll, we'll definitely be rooting Maybe. for you, man. Hopefully you get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's cool, man. We'll definitely have to bring you on, you know, later on to the future. Definitely. But, um, no, man, appreciate it. So sit and kick podcast. Yes. That's where, uh, how often do you guys post? Uh, it's normally once a week, okay. uh, depending on how lazy we are. Okay, uh, awesome. Man. We do enjoy it, though track running you know that's your yeah the the main the main thing that we we go for is you know we're asking professional track athletes the questions that professional track athletes want to hear from from non-mainstream media because we have a lot of mainstream media and you know it's always the same questions like how did that race feel you know what i mean like straight after the race you you get the camera in your face and they're like you know how did your race feel and we're like uh good and they'd be like, okay, um, nothing good. Yeah, it's like, what? They're yeah. like, how? Like, it's, a, it's the dumbest questions, and we hate it. So we're like, you know, we can, we can maybe ask the questions or have a bit more insight for, for you know, the track, the track fans and, and the, the nerds of the sport. So, you know, that's what's what we enjoy doing. And we, we try and, we try and rip them and roast them as much as possible as well. So it's a bit of fun. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. We'll <laughs> throw a link to Sit and Kick podcast. Uh, wherever this podcast will eventually be posted, we'll, we're going to be posting on YouTube and on Instagram, Twitter, everything for people to um, go and check that out. Um, you know, Josh is a co-host of that, right? Yes. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Instagram, let's give you a shout out. Josh, you have two H's in there, right? Yeah. Her, you know, yeah. so we'll, we'll throw a link on there so people can give you a follow, man. And then uh, Brooks running also. <laughs> That's who yeah. you're signed to, right? Yeah, man. Best running shoes in the game. There we go. There we go. So awesome. Anything else you want to shout out, man? Yeah, no, I think, you know, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where this podcast grows and uh, I'm going to be an avid listener now, man. So I'm excited. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate that. You, appreciate your support, man. We won't take up any more of your time, man. Thank you, Josh, for being our first guest ever, man. We really appreciate it. You have a good night and best of luck uh, in your future competitions. We'll be rooting for you, man. Yeah, man. Good luck. Good luck for sure. Thank you, guys. Put that flag. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> Love it. And a medal. And a medal, man. <laughs> you know, if you want to throw in a record in there, too, for the books, you know, we won't Just get mad. Just throw everything at it. Exactly. Just throw everything. That's all for today, folks. 
first ever episode in the wraps. We're filming on February 15th. We're hopefully going to get this episode up on all platforms up soon. We appreciate you guys tuning in. This is the type of content we hope to bring on, um, you know, uh, different, you know, we brought on a professional athlete today. Next time it might be, you know, a business owner, just, you know, lots of different something range, different, you know, yeah, something might different. Be one of our friends, you never know. Exactly. Exactly. We hope that you guys enjoyed. We appreciate you tuning in. If you're listening to this uh, at this point into our podcast episode, but you know, we appreciate it and hope to that you guys will uh, continue to be avid listeners. Thank you. Yeah, And a big thank you to Josh Kerr for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it, man. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this will give us the big start jump, you know, that we need to get into this, get more followers, more listeners and build up from here. Exactly. Exactly. It's only up from here. So appreciate it guys. Till next time. Stay safe and wash your hands, guys. Yep.